This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Meal Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Meal Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at www.mealtribune.com forward slash podcasts and on my blog, www.mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. The mobile version is available at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. I always look forward to the beginning of citrus season, which I tend to think of kicking off as right around Christmas, maybe a little before, and of course lasting pretty much into early March, definitely all the way through winter. Those flavors, that tang, and that zest of citrus fruits just wake up the palate this time of year and contribute to so many delicious dishes. My kids, of course, look forward to eating cuties again, tangerines, oranges, all the things that they love after I've told them they need to wait until they're in season and they get their fill of apples and pears. But of course, there's another sort of tang that's great in wintertime that can make really, really exceptional use of apples and pears, not to mention any number of other fruits and vegetables. Those genre of preserves are known as chutneys. And the tang, of course, primarily comes from vinegar in most recipes. And there's there's a sweet, savory, spicy component to chutneys, of course. For people who know and love these condiments, they typically incorporate some kind of, of heat from chili pepper, often garlic, very often ginger. And of course, the vinegar is what preserves these sauces or, or compotes as they almost are. It's an interesting point in Chutney's history that the vinegar helped to preserve these things as they were coming across the ocean from India to England, where they became very, very popular. And where they started incorporating the bounty of European orchards and gardens beyond what was available in India, where they have existed for time out of mind with fruits such as mango. It's very, very iconic and things that are native to that part of the world. Coming over to England, they started incorporating apples, pears, peaches, plums, any number of things. Tomato is now a very, very popular ingredient in chutneys and one of my family's favorites. And the other thing that makes chutneys so appealing to the home cook and food preserver is they're very, very free form. There isn't a lot that can really go wrong with these things. There is a certain quantity of vinegar that's needed to make these shelves stable to can them. But aside from canning, they have so much acid from the fruit, from the vinegar, they will keep for weeks in the refrigerator when you can pull them out, just put a dollop on the plate at dinner time with roasted meats, absolutely delicious, add them to a festive holiday cheese platter, another classic use for chutney, and portion them into smaller 
attractive jars and give them away as edible gifts this time of year. I, I personally love doing that. I'm going to share a recipe today for sweet and spicy apple chutney that would just be ideal for holiday gift giving and celebrations. But first, a few little tips about chutneys. These I posted about a year or so ago in October 2017 under the headline, Freeform Chutneys Commingle Fruits and Vegetables. This post was sort of right at the height of preserving season when it's doing tomatoes, jams, all kinds of things. And I really wanted to key in on something that didn't need to be followed so closely as a recipe. And, and chutneys are one of those items, as I mentioned. This post is available from October 6, 2017, by searching the archives of my blog. On the right-hand side of the page, there's a drop-down menu under the heading Archives. Simply select October 2017 and page down to the 6th to the headline, Freeform Chutneys, Commingle Fruits and Vegetables, to find a little bit of an explanation of, of chutney's history, some of which I've just shared, but also some helpful pointers if you've never made one of these these condiments and a delicious recipe for spiced carrot chutney as well that incorporates onion, ginger, cumin, raisins. That's another one to consider. So to start with just a, a little few little tips, I always start with the freshest ingredients for chutneys. If fruit has bruised spots, cut them out. I acknowledge in my current blog, this is a great use for fruit that isn't super, super fresh apples that have been harvested for months now that have been available in the grocery stores. You know, they're long keepers they keep in the refrigerator, but they start to lose flavor and texture. Chutney is a great use for those, really reinvigorates them. But you definitely do not want any bruised or bad spots in your fruits when you start your chutney recipe. Prepare the recipe in a non-reactive pan, which includes stainless steel, glass, or enamel-lined cast iron. A lot of people have those items of cookware. If you do happen to have aluminum or copper in your kitchen, it's good to remember that these react with acidic foods. And of course, chutneys contain a lot of acid from the vinegar, and that can make them taste metallic. Definitely not desirable in your finished recipe. Keep an eye on the chutney as it's cooking. Because it contains sugar, it can burn easily way before you realize it. And these are thick as well. They don't have a lot of liquid. The vegetables and fruits aren't necessarily exuding a lot of liquid. So that sugar can caramelize and stick to the bottom of the pan and, and burn. Just keep an eye on it. Keep it on low if in doubt. Cook the fruit down until it's thick and fairly dry. You'll know it's done when the mixture sticks to the back of a spoon. It shouldn't be runny. You want to be able to mound up chutney onto a cracker or um, a, a nice little slice of bread with cheese. It definitely should not be running all over the place. It's another great thing that recommends it. And don't be afraid to experiment, as I mentioned, with different fruits and spices. These, again, are very forgiving. The combination of flavors meld, each playing off of the other. And so feel free to go into territory you wouldn't necessarily with jams or, or other types of fruit compotes. If you're not necessarily eat fond of eating it just out of hand, 
it's all of a sudden magically transformed as my blog points out when it's cooked with sugar and vinegar and the, the fruits themselves are transformed by these spices and other ingredients. So with those in mind, I highly recommend the sweet, spicy apple chutney with some of, you know, the, the last, not really the last apples, but you know, they're, they're going to be in storage now for a couple of months. And it certainly is worthwhile to do something a little bit different with them. It calls for cider vinegar, light brown sugar, garlic cloves, fresh ginger, salt, red chili flakes. Granny Smith apples are specified for their tang, but really any type of apple can be used. And in fact, if you have more than one type on hand, it's nice to be able to to mix them. Golden raisins are also in the ingredients. Two cinnamon sticks and also two tablespoons yellow mustard seeds. So it starts by combining in a blender two cups cider vinegar, two cups light brown sugar, five garlic cloves that have been peeled, two ounces fresh ginger that's been peeled and sliced or coarsely chopped, and one and a half teaspoons salt along with a teaspoon red chili flakes. If you're sensitive to spice, you could put less. You could do maybe even a little bit more if you like very spicy things. But of course, the ginger is going to contribute some heat here as well. Combine all those ingredients in a blender. Puree on medium high until smooth for about a minute. Peel two pounds of apples and cut out the cores. If you don't have an apple core peeler and you're doing this by hand, it's probably going to take a, a good 10 to 15 minutes to peel a couple pounds of apples, cut out the cores, discard the cores, and dice the apples a quarter inch thick in, into cubes. They don't have to be perfectly uniform. As this cooks, the fruit's edges soften, of course, so it doesn't look perfectly geometric. So combine those peeled and diced apples in a large saucepan with one and a half cups golden raisins, two cinnamon sticks, and two tablespoons yellow mustard seeds. Pour that vinegar mixture that was blended with the sugar and spices over the apples and other ingredients in the saucepan, and then start simmering that, stirring occasionally over medium heat until almost all the liquid is reduced, and this will take about 25 minutes. Remove the cinnamon sticks, turn off the heat, and let cool. The mustard seeds, of course, soften up and provide a nice, really little bite of texture. So, of course, those are integral to the the finished recipe. And store this chutney in an airtight container in the refrigerator for up to two weeks. It can be served cold, warm, or at room temperature. And chutneys, like a lot of fruits and and fruit compotes freeze really really well. If you make a larger batch of this, you can stash it away in in the freezer and portion it out if you thaw it out into, into smaller jars for gift giving. This recipe is not intended to be canned and kept shelf stable. Please refer to canning recipe for chutney from a reliable source such as Ball Blue Book or Putting Food By, other very well-known 
food preserving resources, please don't try to can this recipe and store it on the shelf. Rather, it will keep for quite some time, as we said, in the refrigerator, probably longer than it'll stick around because it's so delicious. You're going to be eating it up and your holiday guests are going to love this as well. People on your holiday gift list. That recipe is from Composing the Cheese Plate, Recipes, Pairings, and Platings for the Inventive Cheese Course by Brian Kaiser, Lee Friend. That book was published by Running Press in September 2016, and it was included with stories by Tribune News Service. And it can be found on my current blog, The Whole Dish, under the headline, Sweet Spicy Chutney Reinvigorates Aging Apples. Give it a try this holiday season. And thanks for listening to The Whole Dish.